for me. Like we're friends, and and I feel like this could really help you if you listen to this podcast. She read some Harry Potter fan fiction, and that's not that's not clean stuff. I know what goes on when I'm this. Like they'll give somebody like a three piece suit and a pocket watch or something, and you're like, what do you mean? This is his new look. How could that be his new look? You know, someone turns a corner to their cat. Welcome to episode one of People You May Know. I will be your host every week, unfortunately. My name is Valerie. If you're listening to this, you probably already know me and we probably met in a podcast forum. I would love to try to convince new people to listen, but in order for me to be convincing you to listen at this moment, you have to already be listening. So it kind of doesn't make sense. But what should keep you here? Each week on People You May Know, I'm going to have a guest on who I know, and they may be a people you may know. So now the name makes sense, right? We're going to talk about common interests and things that just get us excited, you know, something that, that revs us up to talk about. I've been listening to podcasts since... I think since 2007, I, it's so strange. I really have no memory of what the first podcast I listened to was. It was either like the Ricky Gervais podcast. It was maybe Doug Love's movies. I, I don't have a memory of how it got started, but the first podcast I really fell in love with was comedy and everything else with Todd Glass, Jimmy Dore, and Stephanie Zamorano. This podcast was everything to me. It was everything. It was so hilarious. And just the conversations were endlessly entertaining. Every week I would listen with my then boyfriend, Joe, and we would always talk about how we wished there were more episodes in a week or it was longer and it was already, I want to say it would sometimes be very long, which if you listen to Todd Glass's current podcast, that's like not surprising, but it wasn't that long. It was maybe an hour and a half or something, but we would just never want it to end. And then of course I started listening to more and more podcasts and then I was like, okay, you all like need to end because I don't have all the time in the world. <laughs> but that really reeled me in. That podcast just cemented my love of podcasts forever. And I think one of the things that makes podcasts so special is that you are listening in on someone's existing relationship. Like I enjoy listening to conversations and, and they can be with new people, people the hosts aren't familiar with, but I think you really get that special something when you're listening to existing friendships. And I'm totally going to lose some of you, but I feel like there aren't many things that really understand the appeal of being in someone else's friendship. But another thing that does that very well is Impractical Jokers. And I always thought that show 
was probably dumb from previews and from the name because like, why would you choose that name? But it's actually super funny. And I think anyone could enjoy it because you're just watching these real friends hang out with each other, make fun of each other. They know what makes the other person uncomfortable and they push that And then it makes them laugh because they know their friend, they understand how they're feeling and, and watching it, you feel it. I think it's similar to bloopers after you've watched a whole series and you get to watch the bloopers like from Parks and Rec or Firefly. Some of these shows just have these amazing bloopers that make you feel like you know the cast even better after you watch them. And it's just, it's infectious. Friendship and bonding and inside jokes, even when you totally don't get them, are just, it's its satisfying to listen to. So I hope I can bring a little bit of that in this podcast. I chose Miranda as my very first guest because she's opinionated She's funny. She's super smart, as you'll learn about at the beginning of the episode. And she's just one of my favorite people. So I'd like for you to get to know her too. So she can become a people you may know. This is the part where I shoehorn in the title a lot, just to really be like, there's a reason I chose this. (laughs) But there's no, you can hate it. It's okay if you hate it. Welcome to my show. So my guest today is Miranda Fisher, who is lovely and talented. She's the smartest person I know. (laughs) It's very annoying, actually, like how, how quickly you solve those crossword minis. I, Um, I don't even get it. I don't understand how that's even possible. I mean, it's largely being fast at typing. Okay. But how fast are you at reading and, and also thinking? (laughs) (laughs) I got really sidetracked with the smart compliment because it's just, yeah, it was, I, I did ask you to introduce me with a bunch of compliments, which was started (laughs) out great. And then you just said, it's annoying. (laughs) Like it turned into a complaint so quickly. (laughs) I think that's just the way it goes. You know, women, we're always in competition with each other. (laughs) Who can solve the mini crossword the fastest? All women are competing with each other. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, if I feel like if you're if you're too good at the mini crossword, my husband's gonna leave me for you. (laughs) So this was an icebreaker activity. Okay, okay. so this is a which is worse. Which is worse, cigarette breath or coffee breath? Cigarette breath. That means you're sane. People that say mature or people that say human? They're both bad. Are these just going to be all bad things? Uh-huh. Um, I think human is worse. No. Yeah, I think human is worse. Well, I think human can be kind of endearing with the right person. Okay, yeah. Like an older man with a New York accent or something. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, th- I guess mature is is worse because that's only pretentious right no one's like yes i think so yeah yeah okay morning breath make out or stinky dick blowjob stinky dick blowjob is obviously worse (laughs) okay i will chime in here i I think morning breath make out is worse and here is why here is why after a minute of the stinky dick blowjob 
it doesn't stink anymore. You just, you got rid of it. It's in your mouth now. <laughs> but the morning breath is staying. It is staying the entire time. But if it's a, if it's morning breath, I probably also have morning breath. Like, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not going to bother me that much. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't it. mind it at all. Thomas Kincaid paintings or Andy Warhol pop art? I mean, the, the, uh, like the actual answer is Thomas Kincaid paintings are worse but i don't like either one well i just want to i just want to make clear because i a lot of people like andy warhol i've gone to a lot of museums in the last few months before we weren't allowed to go to museums Mm -hmm. and it seemed like all of them had like a warhol special exhibit and that's where all of the people were people fucking love warhol I think we learned an exit through the gift shop that anyone can do that. I don't know if you saw that. Kind of. I, I had to like play it for a class when I was substitute teaching, but I don't think I was really paying attention to it. Basically, a guy becomes an artist the same as Andy Warhol, and he just reprints all of these images of brands and things like that and becomes a huge success. I I don't know, just a lot of people will like any garbage art. And it's just a really good example of like, you don't necessarily have to have real depth to be hugely famous. But you know, I don't know that much about Andy Warhol, honestly, the most I know is like, from American Horror Story. (laughs) I mean, I I think like, I think he was cool. And I think the scene around him is interesting to me. And I mean, like, especially like the Velvet Underground, Mm. you have to give him some credit for that. But as far as his actual visual art that he personally made, it, it just doesn't really appeal to me. You'd think with heroin involved, there'd be a little bit more creativity, though. Yeah, you would think so. I guess I, I guess I would I would amend that to be with heroin involved. You'd think it wouldn't be so cheesy, maybe. Yeah, maybe really dark or something. Like instead of yeah. Campbell soup, it'd be like Diablo hot sauce or something. Like ooh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Some edge. Okay, which is worse, flip flops or Birkenstocks? The hard one. There's a lot to think about. I think for me, Birkenstocks are worse. But for other people, flip-flops are worse. Yes, I totally agree. Okay, give me your reasoning. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, okay, for me, there are times when I might need to wear flip-flops. Like if I'm getting a pedicure or if I'm going swimming or something like that, maybe I want to wear flip-flops. There's never a time in my life when I'll feel compelled to wear Birkenstocks. Mm -hmm. On other people, it's just about like what I I am seeing. And I don't want to see anybody else wear flip-flops. Right. Yeah, I feel like people in flip flops, it not only looks bad, it makes a terrible sound, but it's like they're going to fall at any moment. I can't do it. Birkenstocks look fine. Like I don't like them, but depending on the person and everything. They're they're easily ignored. They can be like a neutral part of them. Yeah. For myself, Birkenstocks, they get stinky. They just immediately absorb the stink. And I just can't, that lowers my (laughs) self-esteem. I can't do it, Birkenstock. You're, you're very sensitive to smells. It seems like. Yes. That's something that I'm learning about you. I hate every smell, (laughs) even good smells. I'm usually (laughs) like, can we stop? I also hate noise. (laughs) Okay. Which is worse? Flat soda or warm soda? Oh, flat soda is way worse. I like warm soda sometimes. I like a warm Coke sometimes. Oh my gosh. What? Do you see it like warm apple pie? It's like a special dessert. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I guess kind of. I mean, I'm not going to go like heat it up or anything like that, but like a nice room, room temperature Coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be good. I'll, I'll have to give it a go. But a flat soda is disgusting. But also like flat soda just really emphasizes like when I drink a soda, I know it's just sugar and water and food coloring. But it, the carbonation, I guess, helps me trick myself into thinking that it's something else. And when it's flat, you're really just drinking like it's like you just dumped a bunch of sugar in water. Yes. I don't want that. Okay, which is worse? Celebrities posting ads on their Instagram page or comedians on Instagram posting clips from their podcast? Just ads in general? You're not talking about any particular kind of ads? The kind where they go, just hanging out at home today and gonna eat an at Red Baron pizza. They try to make it seem like part of their life and not like an ad. Um, I think, honestly, I think the comedians posting clips of their podcast is worse. <laughs> Because because celebrities posting ads, it's like, I don't like it, but they probably don't like it either. It's just like, they have to do that to continue being a celebrity, I guess, which I don't love, but I don't begrudge them that in particular. As long as it's not like a harmful scam product or anything like that. Like the flat tummy tea I can't get behind. But comedian posts, comedians posting clips of their podcasts. If I wanted to listen to their podcast, I would go listen to it. Like, what do you think you're doing here? Like the celebrities posting ads, they don't, I feel like we're on the same page. Like, yeah, they're like, scroll past it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Comedians posting clips of their podcast. It's like they really think that I'm going to listen to it. They think like the only reason I'm I'm listening, I'm not listening to their podcast is because like they haven't shoved it in my face <laughs> enough. That's not true. Um, and it's it's too much being like like I would rather they post something that they're getting paid for. But the motivation behind comedians posting clips of their podcast is like, look at how funny I am. I am so impressed with just how funny I am that I really want to show everybody. It's like you have plenty of opportunities to do that. You know, and there's something very unappealing about the specific comedian grind building followers getting fans the different ways that they they do it for some reason it's like very embarrassing to me yes yes it's kind of uncomfortable to watch and then if they post a clip of their podcast it's probably not just one clip it's like four clips each day like really needing you to see every moment and and it's like oh the clip was too long so i had to split it up but then right. they're not showing up in my feed in a chronological order. I mean, who am I kidding? Like, I'm not clicking on the sound on any of them. So it doesn't really matter. So so let's talk about how we met. This is a part of my life that I don't talk to many people about. I will, okay. I will talk to people about you guys, but not necessarily how I know you. Okay. Do you kind of skirt around it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So there's shame involved. Yes. <laughs> I, how do you feel about it? Are you proud of it? Yeah, I am proud of it. I I don't have a good sense of what's normal to tell someone. So when I tell someone, yeah, these are my friends that I met from a comedy podcast forum. Yeah. I don't know how weird that sounds, but I guess you're you're probably right. I think you are the one who is correct here. I I am like, no, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> I couldn't. I know all my friends from normal ways. So re- uh, what are you think? Are you thinking that people are like, you made friends online? That's fucking weird. Or is it specifically that it's like comedy? I think there are multiple levels to it. I think like to a lot of people making friends online is weird. And I do have other friends who I've made online too and have become like 
my good friends but i feel a little bit embarrassed about that like no matter no matter how how long it's been or anything like that yeah well and then if they're like online where and you go like well there was this this forum for this podcast that we all listen to like you don't feel embarrassed about that at all valerie somehow it's not embarrassing to me but I I really have no shame. Like I not only am like, oh, I met these friends online. I'm like, these are my only friends. <laughs> I think for me, not to be weird, but I feel like I kind of made it that way. When you have friends in real life, they want to do things with you. And I can't, I yeah, can't you don't, take it. You don't do that at all. When I visited your lovely home, we um, <laughs> we got brunch and then we went mm-hmm. bowling and I don't think anybody, I don't think any member of our party was like, I love bowling. It was just like, I don't know what to do. So we're going bowling. And then we went to Target. And then after that, you were like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> What more do you want from me? That's all I have to offer. <laughs> it was a very enjoyable day. And mm-hmm. I wasn't wishing we had more activities or anything. But I did get a sense of like, oh, Valerie doesn't like to do activities, I think. No, and I couldn't even, like, I didn't even know where to begin. So, like, we went out to eat at a place I've never been. Oh, okay. I was like, this place seems like a place people might want to go if they like going places. Let's try it. And then bowling. Also, not never been, but haven't been since I was... 13 or something. So again, like, what do people like to do? People like bowling, right? And then after that, I was out of new ideas. And I said, my favorite place is Target. Let's go to Target. So yeah, it was, um, it it was, I, it was fun. It was a fun day. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I hope it was. It's fun for me, but I am awful and I like nothing. <laughs> Sorry if I'm distracted. I'm I'm trying to find this photo that I took at the brunch place that we went to. And there was a really funny sign on the wall. But what did it say? It might take me a second. You keep going, but I'm going to yeah. keep looking for this. So one of the things that we've actually done together is like, I don't know how I want to make it sound fancier than it was, but I want to say we vacationed together. We did vacation together. (laughs) Yeah, that would be an accurate statement. Yeah, we vacationed in LA and then in New York, Mm -hmm. stayed in Airbnb each time. Lovely, but really, yeah, just like hung out with our friends in those (laughs) cities doing doing online friend activities. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great watching Family Feud. Yeah, when we were in LA, we watched Family Feud. Yeah, and then in New York, literally the only thing I remember about the New York trip is pizza and bagels. That's it. Oh, I remember so much more. Okay, give me your memories. I remember the New York trip actually way better than the LA trip, I would say. The the New York trip, we played, I don't remember everything if you were there or not. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I was not there for anything fun, really. Some of some people went to a show, like a UCB show, and some people stood in an alley instead, I guess. Yes. And wait, what where were you? Were you in I the show? I was inside, yeah. Okay, I was in the alley. Oh, All okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> so we just missed each other on this trip. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> no, but there is a really cute picture of, of you, me, and Agata from that trip. Yes. Such a cute one. I had it up on my Tinder and helped me snag a man. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of our shared interests is makeover shows. Yes. I love makeover shows. 
Yeah. What do you, what do you love about makeover shows? Well, I was thinking about this. I like the idea of somebody just coming and making me over and suddenly making my life like 10 times better than it was before without me having to do anything. Like that's great. <laughs> 10 times, but what do you think is going to yeah. happen? <laughs> I don't know, but doesn't it sound good? It does sound good. If it could be that much better. But then I was thinking about how, like, if somebody came and was like, your clothes are trash. Your style is nothing. I would be so mad. I would be like, yes. no, my style is way better than your style. So maybe I don't actually want a makeover. But this way I still get to kind of experience it by watching it happen to somebody else. Maybe. You imagine it. See, and I think that's the best way to do it because essentially then you're giving yourself a makeover. You are deciding the changes you would make instead of having them randomly be like, I that's think true. you look good with this color hair. And you're like, <laughs> What do you like about makeover shows? Anything with like a transformation mm -hmm. is just awesome to me. So like whether the transformation is good or bad, because honestly, yeah, those true. pictures before meth and after meth, I'm like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> also love like we found this animal in the dirt. They were almost starving to death. And look, now they're like happy and have a home. That's yeah, another that's like, that's really good. Happy makeover, yeah. Um, do you watch like home makeover shows? No. Me neither. Yeah, it's just not the same like I used to a little bit, but it just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't do it for me. I think those are too wasteful is part of it, Ooh, where they'll yeah. always be like, that, like a room looks fine, but they're like, we're going to tear out the walls and throw all this shit away and just redo the cabinets yeah. for no fucking reason. And I just can't. Yeah. I think one thing that I don't like about it, I mean, first of all, well, I think the big thing is like with a personal makeover, after the makeover, if the person is like, no, this is not good, they can just go back to the way that they were dressing before they can go back to the way their hair was before with a home makeover like that's your house now and i i hate the way that so many of those houses look in the end and it's yeah. too, too depressing to me to be like that person has to live there now yes actually okay yeah now that you say that talk about people being disappointed by their home makeover <laughs> i'm remembering that i used to watch trading places all the time and while you were out and generally people liked the way the homes got redone but there were a couple people that got super pissed one was particularly bad because it was like a military family and their entire thing they said to the interior decorator or whatever was we just want to be able to forget that we are like living in the military base. So we just want our home to be our safe place, totally separate from the military. And the lady's like, okay, so military theme. I got it. <laughs> yes. She was like, I use this tent material, this like camo green to create curtains and like did a fucking entire military motif. And they were really unhappy. It was, it was brutal to watch, but also it sticks in your mind. So I guess it's one of the fun ones. <laughs> Because on a on a regular makeover show, on like a personal style makeover show, I love it when they hate the transformation. <laughs> I love it if they're like, no, please give me my old clothes back. I want to keep dressing yes. too, too slutty. Especially if it's like, it's I love dressing too slutty. That's my favorite. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, that's like, so the new makeover show I've been watching, 100% Hotter, they're almost 
always dressing too slutty. It's either they dress like a stripper or they're like goth. I don't know why the show has decided these are the (laughs) two types of people, but they're also all very happy with the look they have. So the people are frequently unhappy with the outcome of the makeover. And I feel like on a normal makeover show, it's really rare for people to hate it. It's like once in the entire series or something, someone will hate it. But this one is like, I've already seen like 10 people hate the makeovers. And it's like, you guys are doing a really bad job. I love it. I I do want to talk about, I am trying not to be actually upset that you don't like my favorite show, <laughs> My Hotter Half. <laughs> It's my favorite makeover show like maybe I've ever seen and you don't like it at all. Oh wow. Okay, sell me on it. What what do okay. you like about it? So for all of your listeners, let me explain my hotter half. This couple comes on the show and the idea is they're going to figure out which one of them is hotter according to a hundred people who they just stop in the street and show these pictures and they're like, would you go out with this person? And then whoever scores lower has to get made over, which the makeovers are like not very good. The makeovers are not Mm -hmm. great, but I like that it's kind of like a, it's like a (laughs) one-time makeover. They're not going and overhauling your whole wardrobe. And then that that person gets retested and they see if now if they're the hotter half. And I like every possible combination of the couples. I think the couple thing is what really does it for me. I like it when I like it when I really like it when they're both like, no, my partner's so much hotter than me. Of course, they're gonna win. Like, that's sweet. I like that. But (laughs) I also like it when a couple comes on and it's usually the woman. No, actually, it could be it could be either one person is going, I'm definitely hotter of course i'm gonna be hotter than my partner there's a certain amount of glee that i get in watching that i guess especially if they end up not being considered the hotter half that's fun (laughs) and then they have to get a makeover even though they clearly went on the show hoping that their partner would be forced to get a makeover i like that well and what's fun too is when they go my partner is definitely the hotter one and you know that they know that's not true I know, but I like that they're being polite about it anyway. (laughs) They're like, I want you to feel good. You're clearly the dumpy one, but no. (laughs) You know, I think I was looking at it the wrong way, maybe, because you're explaining that it's appealing that it's a one-time makeover. It's not meant to last. Yes. Yes. I see that because I, like I was that. I was thinking it was meant to last. And so the choices they were making. Oh, just oh, I mean, the makeovers are ridiculous. Like they'll give somebody like a three piece suit and a pocket watch or something. And you're right. like, what do you mean? This is his new look. How could that be his new look? <laughs> totally. And they make all the girls look like pinup girls or something with like their cleavage out because and tons of makeup because they know in the photo you'll well, be able to tell yeah, they just it's all based perfect. on a photo yeah i like that right? <laughs> i i, I kind of like that the message of the show is like i feel like the message is like nobody's really hotter than anybody else it's just all about putting up this false front it's all about like tricking people into thinking you're hot i think that's a great message but then it's also like if you want to be considered hot you have to have these like i think yes and i think yes and yes and no because it also um first of all there are plenty of people who score way higher than i would ever expect them to but (laughs) but also but also like even the people who score well care more about what their partner thinks of them usually well yeah (laughs) so this is a mean this is a mean example but one of my favorite ones was um there was this couple on 
and the one guy lost and he had to get a makeover and he seemed like disappointed because he thought he was like they were both attractive whatever they both scored well but he had to get a makeover and then he really liked his makeover they gave him they like kind of partly shaved and bleached his hair and it was maybe like a slightly edgier look and he was really really into it he was like i'm gonna keep this i'm gonna maintain this and then he came out and did the reveal to his boyfriend and his boyfriend was just like no no <laughs> change it back or we're breaking up and the guy was kind of oh, like no. i like it i was thinking i could keep it and his boyfriend is going no we're not dating if you look like that oh my god <laughs> really terrible but really fun to watch yeah that does sound really fun and honestly some people truly don't know what looks good like when I first met my husband, Sean, he was telling me about how he dated some girl who told him he looked bad with his like facial hair grown out. And I was like, well, like you are blonde. Like it probably did look bad though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like she's being real with you. You don't know. Just let, just trust her. <laughs> some people think maybe I should bleach my hair. I think every guy goes through that bleached hair phase and they yeah. they really can't tell if that's a good look for them or not. And it's, yeah. it very rarely is. I think, well, I probably like it more than you do, but I think it's like when it works, it really works. But when it doesn't work, yeah. it's it's so bad. Well, and you kind of have to know how to do it. I feel like that's why it's like a problem with guys a lot. I guess I'm just like remembering my brother and his friends in high school, just like having orange hair and like, yeah. it doesn't suit their skin tone. It's just yeah. like, what? when it goes orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see him go on a makeover show. See what they would do with that. Oh my God. Truly. No, you don't want to give them in too much confidence. They can't. No. <laughs> True. I want to say I just had this realization about my hotter half, which is I like it so much because it's a it's a makeover show and it's like an ogling other people's relationships show, which are two of my favorite kinds of shows put together. Married at First Sight is one. I don't yes. know if you watch that at all. No, but I've thought I've thought about starting. I've oh my god, you have to. Okay, it's truly so good, and every season there's at least one couple usually only one that is like good for each other. And then there's one that is horrible. The other mm. ones are like in between. And this season, there's three couples that were absolutely horrific for each other. So it is good. Oh boy, it's good. Did you watch Love is Blind? Is it similar to Love is Blind? Yes. Okay. Kind of. But Love is Blind has more of the like drama from really stupid people. Like the drama from Married at First Sight is from people who really want love and they're just not paired up with a great person. Whereas like Love is Blind, I feel like the people are like trashy alcoholics and they fight because of that. So it's like, it's fun, but it's not, that's not as fun to me, you know? Yeah. But the beginning yeah. of Love is Blind, when they just weren't meeting and they were falling in love and talking I loved that I just needed more of that I need more I, I need the depth it was just so funny though because these people on love is blind they're like this is the first time I've ever talked to someone like this I'm in love with you and it's like no you have emotional problems and yeah. you still don't know this person you just feel kind of safe with them because they're not looking at you you can't tell that they're judging you or whatever but yeah. like no you're not in love ask a few more questions and then <laughs> and then propose 
I do want to let you know that I just found this picture from when we had brunch. Oh, okay. The sign or the little poster that they had up at the brunch place says, All cities are mad, but the madness is gallant. All cities are beautiful, but the beauty is grim. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay, I need to hear it again and then see if my brain can process it. All cities are mad, but the madness is gallant. All cities are beautiful, but the beauty is grim. Okay, so there's there's good stuff about them, but the good stuff's kind of bad, and there's bad stuff about them, and the bad stuff's kind of good. <laughs> yeah, that, essentially, it's that. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it feels like something that would be in a Batman comic or something. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you so you can see it. Yes, please, because I'm trying to picture this because when you initially were talking about this weird sign up in the place, I pictured like when someone takes a yield sign down and hangs no, no, it in no. their house. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is from Instagram. I had to go back into my Instagram stories from two years ago. And it's also no offense to you and your city, but kind of weird to me that they were like, ah, city life. <laughs> you know, when you live in a city, you got to take it as it comes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, busy city. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you if you were like, if you were like Stockton is a city, I'd be like, yeah, of course. But when but when you get to the point of like, oh, city life, the classic city, especially because I had like driven from San Francisco to Stockton and I was like right why are you trying to tell me what is what a city's like stockton why are you doing this to me we really want to be like associated with the bay area yeah like we're basically part of that right i mean pretty much the same as san francisco (laughs) how many how many times have you made it to the city of san francisco in the past two years in the past two years yeah zero times zero okay times. that's what i thought and it was it was kind of a test because i've lived here for two years and if you said that you had been here and you hadn't told me i would be kind of pissed oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. i love that you're testing me in the middle <laughs> no i okay the last time i went to san francisco was when i went to sketch fest to see improv for humans and hung out with Tim and Anastasia, our other comedy forum friends, two of like 30. (laughs) And it was really fun. But driving home, it was so foggy. It was truly terrifying. I couldn't see anything. And I was like, yeah, I'm never going back there. And I just I know I know you do not like that. I say this, but I hate San Francisco. (laughs) there's, There's a lot to hate about it. Sometimes I hate it too. Okay, what do you hate about it? I don't think that people are very nice, necessarily. Some people are really nice, but it's not a very friendly city. It's not To me, it doesn't have enough going on. Like, I want to be able to be like, well, I feel like going out tonight. What should I do and have options? And I don't feel like that's true. It's just not a very welcoming place. Okay. And so was Austin welcoming, would you say? Yes. Yes, definitely. I have one other, I have one other makeover show. Did you ever watch the show? And I haven't watched it since it was on, but I liked it at the time. It was called How to Look Good Naked. I think that was like a genuinely wholesome one. I, again, haven't seen it in a long time. Could be very problematic. Carson Cressley? Yes. Okay, yes. He's just going like, no, you're beautiful just the way you are. And it was like, especially if you are PMSing or something, I think it was like. (laughs) Very uplifting, right? So then. I think Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is 
may be similar, or at least some episodes are where they're very like, yes, teach people what to love about themselves. I know, but this was like Queer Eye, but just the makeover parts, which I really enjoyed. Okay, this is about the makeover sort of topic. I'm going to tell you some people, compare their looks in different movies, and then you tell me which look you prefer, okay? okay? Oh, love this. I love this. (laughs) I might have to look some of these up because I haven't seen a lot of movies. Okay, no problem. Angelina Jolie in Hackers or Angelina Jolie in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Or, and there's a third one for this one, because she has so many different looks, Angelina Jolie and Girl Interrupted. Girl Interrupted is like a really good look. Hackers is a pretty good look too, though. Hmm, hold on. Are we taking into account like plastic surgery and aging and that kind of thing? Or is it just about the style? It's, it's really just the style. Well, I have another question. Is this about what looks best on them? Or is it about the look that I would want? interesting question initially i did think what looks best on them but i guess it's 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 gonna be filtered through what you like so i don't know okay but it's like on on them what do i like best on them okay hackers i'm gonna go with hackers i when i looked up girl interrupted i realized that i was thinking about winona Ryder's look in girl interrupted which is really yes good. and angelina jolie's look is like a little bit crazy little bit good yeah it's yeah it's like i respect i respect the baby bangs that she has going on but yeah it's it's yeah i just want to say the mr and mrs smith look is is boring and i would never choose that okay how about julia roberts in pretty woman or julia roberts Mm -hmm. in mother's day i'm definitely gonna have to look that up i feel like i mean she has like a few different looks in pretty woman i wouldn't say there's like an actual makeover sequence but there is like i'm walking the streets and then there is like i'm going to a fancy event with my rich boyfriend oh my god this mother's day look is so I was hoping that would be your reaction. Yes. Oh. Julia Roberts can't pull off bangs. Wow. It's really weird because she's so pretty, but bangs, every single movie where she has bangs, she looks like a fucking lunatic. I would like to see a young Julia Roberts with curly bangs. Like, curly I feel like bangs. that could be okay. Yeah, that could be interesting. Honestly, her pretty woman look is really good. Yeah. The natural yeah. curls, I don't even know if she has naturally curly hair, but it appears that way. I think so. Yeah. It's, it's very appealing. Maybe that's just because those sorts of looks are maybe coming back but right now i like it here's the other thing she does wear a wig in part of that movie she wears a blonde wig with bangs and she looks pretty good with with that wig oh really so yeah i think so okay i have not i have not seen this look yeah i'll look it up i'm picturing a fembot and i can't imagine that's accurate (laughs) no no You're like, no, it is. She's literally wearing the outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what is this? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I googled Julia Roberts pretty woman blonde wig. And here is what appears to be. Yep. A Merkin. (laughs) Oh, why? I didn't ask for this. Wow. It's $255. Add to cart. It's probably real pubic hair. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't uh, doesn't say. Let me see. Item details. Human hair. Hand knotted. Hand tied. Hand knotted and hand tied. Both are very loose. Those terms are really playing with my imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Blonde wig like Brigitte Bardot sort of thing. Sure, yeah. Not that I mean... I mean, it looks a little ridiculous. It's clearly a 
a wig, but yeah. yeah, it doesn't look natural, but I think it looks good. Definitely is her best bang look. Okay, how about Jessica Chastain in Mama versus Jessica Chastain in anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely have to look this up. <laughs> oh, you know, this is hard because I like this i mean i had basically this haircut for a while <laughs> no i like this a lot i mean she looks great normally but i like this too this is a tie for me okay interesting i'm i'm assuming that you said this because you hate this no i just was trying to picture really drastically different looks and that was one of the ones i can remember yeah. but I actually yeah i wasn't even remembering it totally accurately because i did remember it being very cheesy but actually in all the photos she looks she looks really beautiful on yeah she looks like Brody from the distillers. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> okay, I think you're right. It's a tie for her. That's it's a good call. What about men? Are they all women? I, you know, I came up with a couple men and then I couldn't decide if that was a good idea or not, but I'll read you some of the men I came up with. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Brad Pitt in Legends of the Fall or Brad Pitt in Burn After Reading? Yeah, I don't. Oh, he has a bad haircut. In yes. Reading, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Short, spiky, sort of. Some blonde highlights in there. Yeah. I don't know what Legends of the Fall looks like, though. Hold on. Ooh, you're in for a treat. Oh. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely this one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Legends of the Fall. Yes. You know it's good when even children like it. I remember being in, like, third grade <laughs> and, and one of my classmates being like, oh, my God, Brad Pitt, Legends of the Fall. And I'm like, wow. You're, like, eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> but no but you're right yeah i will say when i was looking it up and you were like you're in for a treat i thought it was going to be something even worse oh, than burn no. after reading <laughs> okay how about christian bale in american psycho or christian bale in out of the furnace oh i don't know what out of the furnace is this is another treat in the same way the brad pitt one was a treat i'm just gonna say this christian bale is like the most attractive male celebrity to me oh. and I think he is attractive in both of these movies, if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. See, you know what? For me, I didn't know that I even really thought he was cute until I saw Out of the Furnace. And then I was like, oh, oh, my word. Oh, okay. Oh, the, oh, the first picture that comes up when you when you search that is just a bad picture. It's like he looks pretty emaciated and dirty oh, okay. and not like dirty in a positive way. And I don't I, I will say I don't care for his facial hair here, but other than that yeah i mean the scraggly hair for me is just really and then he's also emotional in the movie he's like crying at one point which is just like oh Ugh. yeah <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> women are sick we're really <laughs> oh he's crying oh yeah 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 <laughs> The next thing I have to talk about is that we both have weird taste in men. So I want you to talk about <laughs> your uh, taste in men. I, I mean, this that feels insulting to both of our partners. I no, you know what? I think our current partners are normal choices. Yes, I think so too. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just like the weird crushes we've developed in the past or maybe oh, short totally. relationships. Yikes. Yeah. Or characters like fucking Carl. Is his name Carl on Workaholics? Oh yeah. He's very attractive to me. <laughs> oh, that is rough. That is so rough. I know. I know. I don't. I don't like that about myself. You don't. No. Do you? Yeah, no. I like that I have a weird taste in men. I, I'm, I don't know. I just embrace it. I. That's fine. I just feel like historically I've made some 
I've had some unhealthy, unhealthy people who I've dated. Yeah, that makes sense. If it leads to like, it's not just having a crush on a Carl in a TV show. It's dating a Carl in real life. That's where it really crosses a line. Yeah. Like you can yeah. like that character, but to like that person is going to fuck yeah, up Yeah, absolutely. Life. Yeah. Okay. So I got a new game. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Who would you rather date? Okay. I love this game already. Valerie, I hope that I hope, sorry, I hope that your podcast is you playing these same games with every guest that you have on, because then I will listen every week. It'll be like my first priority. Oh my God. I might have to change it up and make it that then. <laughs> yes. Yes. Will from Goodwill Hunting or Mark Wahlberg from Fear. I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. Is that Matt Damon? Yes. But you got to know a little bit about the character to make this decision. So Will in Goodwill Hunting is very intelligent, but it's naturally intelligent. He didn't go to school or anything. He very much rebels against that sort of thing because he thinks it's like, why not just read to read? Why do you have to go to school and prove something? So very much like a chip on his shoulder sort of thing. He gets in trouble with the law a lot because of that same sort of chip on his shoulder. He, he does impulsive things, you know, beats people up, punches a cop. It's, I this is this character character is made for me. Right. Say no more. Like even if he is Matt Damon, you know what? This would be the one role where you would like Matt Damon. I don't really think Matt Damon is okay. cute, but in Goodwill Hunting, it's like he's so damaged. It's like huh, pitter patter, like you know. <laughs> He gets very attached to the girl he's with. And then he suddenly gets very upset with her and is just like, you don't even like me and you wouldn't like me if you really knew about all the problems I have. And it's alarming, like definitely, but also let me hold you, my baby. That's okay, how, yes. right? Okay. <laughs> and then yeah. fear. Have you seen fear? No, but I, I'm just going to be honest. If it's Mark Wahlberg, I would not ever choose Mark Wahlberg yeah. in any circumstances ever so I agree not him and you know that is the right choice Mark Wahlberg from fear literally stalks this girl and tries to kill her he kills her dog okay that's too far for me that's a little too much <laughs> Aladdin from Aladdin or Beast okay yes from Beauty and the Beast I'd say I certainly was into both of them as a child but Aladdin more you were into both of them like in a this is a cute situation sort of thing or just you like the movies i think with beauty and the beast i just like i liked there that there was like a princess who just liked reading and then that and that was good and she had brown hair which was important to me because you know (laughs) i think beast was not as significant to me as Belle was Mm -hmm. but in aladdin yeah i mean i had a crush on aladdin when i was eight or whatever Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, I feel like he made it okay to date poor men. He made it noble to like a dude who (laughs) feels. And it's like, you know what? It really was a bad lesson to teach us little girls, I think. Honestly, (laughs) we should shoot higher. But but Beast, when I think about Beast now, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, 
You're like, oh, that's yeah. fucked up, no, right? I love it. He's oh, no. Very much Valerie. Hunting vibe. There's um, a moment where Belle is trying to help him. She's cleaning his wounds. And he's like, oh, stop it. And it's just like really rude to her while she's only helping him. And that's the kind of thing I like. Oh, I don't like that. Only because not you can me. tell he's got emo- there's emotional problems behind it. Sean's not <laughs> like that, though. Like I said, he's normal, whatever. <laughs> Big from Sex and the City or Ross from Friends. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this God. is which is worse situation. Yes, this should have been in the which is worse game. Yeah. <laughs> I for 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 me, I would not date either of them. Like realistically, if I if I went on two dates mm. with either one of them and they started acting the way their characters act, I would be like, no, this is not for me. But I guess mm. if I had to choose one, I guess I would say big because at least like at least he's like appealing in some sense okay (laughs) you know what i mean what do you have an answer are you enthusiastic about either of these choices no no i'm not enthusiastic about either of these choices they're just bad in very different ways like big is unattainable which to me is just an automatic no someone who's gonna like string you along Mm -hmm. and and keep pulling you back knowing that he doesn't really want you even though the movies had them get married which is like dumb as shit that that is not how that relationship (laughs) turns out ladies Um, (laughs) but ross he is very nice very sweet sometimes but then when he's bad he's like such an unforgivable dick it's just they're both yeah they're both really bad Ross, I think I could date longer. So I'd go with Ross. (laughs) I think that when you and I are thinking about how long we could date these characters, I think for for Big, we're both thinking about the same amount of time, which is maybe like a couple weeks at best. And most of that is you trying to call him and him not answering and that. Well, true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But with Ross, for me, it would be like halfway through the first date, I would be like, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. Okay, is it that he's boring? Would you say it's that? Or is it like his looks? Like, what is it that makes you leave right away? It's, it, no, it's not the looks. Like, David Schwimmer is fine looking. It's, it's, he has like negative charisma. Boring doesn't cover it. He's like obnoxious and I don't. Okay, so they're both terrible. <laughs> I got one more. Adam Sandler in Little Nicky. Or Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. I just watched Little Nicky for the first time maybe six months ago. Oh, wow. And I also watched Uncut Gems, I guess, four months ago or whatever. So okay, perfect. Very timely. He's really doing a voice in both of those. Yeah, very true. I think he always does. Um. Okay, question. If I say the Uncut Gems version, is he married? You're married to him. You're the white girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> and he's and he's cheating on me with Julia Fox. He's yeah, he's cheating and he's losing all your money. <laughs> oh, that I'm glad I asked that question. <laughs> because I think I was gonna be like Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems because just get a bunch of money out of it. Um, but I guess I have to say little Nikki. Yeah, yeah, I know. This is you're really backed into a corner with this one. It's like at least little Nikki has connections to the devil. Like that's <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> He's got some power. He's got like it's attractive power and success. (laughs) Yeah, that's what that's what we're attracted to. 
Okay, one more topic. Romantic comedies. Yes. Okay. Tell me what you love about romantic comedies. I like that you don't have to think like at all. I just think they're 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 great for like totally tuning out of life. It's like they're just distracting enough that I don't have to think about my own life, but they're not going to make me think too hard about anything else either. And there are obviously other genres of dumb movies, but here's a big thing about romantic comedies is they they're not scary ever. <laughs> I don't I don't like being scared. I don't do well with being scared. Even like an action movie sometimes too scary for me. So So do you just really feel the fear? and anything that's a little scary yes i feel it so intensely and i also just in general i have really vivid dreams and so if i watch a horror movie or something that's probably going to come up i'm probably going to like feel like i'm going through that horror movie in my dreams over the next few days okay yeah not Uh, worth it yeah whereas like when you watch a romantic comedy you just like imagine you're dating hugh grant or something when you go to sleep <laughs> no 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 i that it doesn't infect my dreams at all okay. a rom-com like no it's just so maybe it's because partly in some ways like romantic comedies are as divorced from reality as any genre is so i i like that it's not making me figure out like oh it's a whole new world with like new rules or whatever like sci-fi somebody's explaining to me mm-hmm. how the fake science works or whatever i don't have to do any homework for a rom-com but it's still totally separate from reality okay so then let me ask when a romantic type movie becomes a little more serious it becomes a rom drum some of the indie movies and stuff do you like that or is it too real i don't like that as much well it depends why it depends why i'm watching it if i'm trying to watch a good movie then i guess i'd probably like that more but that's not why i put on like a rom-com i'm not trying to watch something good you know what is your favorite romantic comedy do you have one that's like better than all the others i don't have one off the top of my head do you have one i would say bridget jones's diary is probably my favorite okay but also 10 things i hate about you is really high yeah it's classic it's so fantastic every time it's on i have to watch it and how to lose a guy in 10 days i also really love I, I, I think maybe like two years ago, I saw that for the first time. For some reason, that one just like kind of slipped through. It was both better and worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> better in what way and worse in what way? I don't know. It was like, it was less offensive than I thought it was going to be, I think. Or was it more offensive? <laughs> I don't. But 10 Things I Hate About You you like and Bridget Jones's diary you're like eh? I would say it's not like my go-to but it's good okay I'm looking at a list to see okay like good I, I was gonna read you some oh yeah go uh, for it okay love actually yeah, love actually is a movie that I like and hate at the same time mm-hmm. and it's like you have to you kind of have to watch it around Christmas but I am not gonna pretend it's a good movie even for a rom-com mm-hmm. and it's for me it's like too negative to even really be romantic it's That's like true I don't I don't understand why people like it so much because for me it's like really a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's like cheating or I know Eleanor can cheating on his wife and then that and then it's supposed to be cute when that guy holds up the sign right because he's in love with like that but it's sucks. like the groom's friend or whatever the husband yeah, it's like the groom's it's like the husband's best friend is like oh I'm in love with you the bride who I've never spoken to before except right. I'm being a dick 
That's the thing too, is like, it's a similar thing happens with the Colin Firth character where he loves a woman that he literally can't yes. talk to. And there's no reason why yes. they should like each other. And it seems like they fight somehow, despite not being able to talk. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one to me is a little bit better because at least she gets enough dialogue that she like has some kind of personality and mm. we like see her as a character a little bit. But the Kira Knightley character is nothing. She's just beautiful, but like she does not have a personality. And I think that's the problem with a lot of those movies that have such a huge cast. Yeah. They don't really have time to build the characters. How about to all the boys I've loved before? Uh, I thought it was okay. I did not watch the sequel. Okay. What do you think? I thought it was very cute. It was very much like 16 Candles, the movie that she loves. Like just very yeah. cute, sort of safe teen sort of thing. I liked her and I didn't like him. And I think a lot of your enjoyment of the movie is based on like how much you buy into the Noah Centineo thing. And I don't. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Did you watch this? Did you watch the sequel? Yes. And it is good. The message in that one is really okay. interesting. It's basically that she is like making herself miserable by thinking about the past relationships that he has had and the experiences he's had. So she says like, anytime he takes me out to eat somewhere, I think about how he went there with his ex-girlfriend or when he kisses me, I think about how he used to kiss her. Or when he gets me a gift, I think about when he got her kiss. And then, so by the end, she's just kind of like, I have to let go of that stuff and appreciate what we have. And so it's just kind of an interesting message. That is interesting. Yeah. 27 dresses. I knew you were going to say that one. <laughs> This is another one common theme. I have seen this within the last two months. Okay. Or I saw a part of it because it was it was on TV. I was in England. We basically could not leave because it was like after coronavirus mm -hmm. had started and our hotel room did not have Wi-Fi. So all that we could really do was watch TV. And the only thing on TV was 27 dresses. And my boyfriend at one point decided that he would rather sit in silence and watch 27 dresses and turned it off. So I did not <laughs> see the end this time around. But yeah, it was like fun, cute. Well, what do you think? It was one of those ones for me that I really, really, really hated. And then I watched it eight times. Like yeah. that, I don't yeah. know. The rom-coms get me that way. Like, I can hate them and love them. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be anything on this list that I'm going to be like, that's actually a very good movie. <laughs> I do want to say about 27 Dresses, like, everybody hates Katherine Heigl, and I guess I do too, but she's fine in that movie. Like, she's fine as a rom-com lead. Well, and she was in The Ugly Truth as well, and with Gerard Butler. That one was good. Oh, really? That's one that I'm always like, how desperate am I? Should I watch The Ugly Truth? It looks like shit. It yeah. looked like I never wanted to watch that one, but it actually was really good. She just has the, like her character from Knocked Up is how she comes across in every movie, just kind of overly serious and yeah. bitchy, very real way. Like when you go to the dentist's office, like the front office lady is just like, all right, take a seat. It just like, that's her vibe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, well, I wanted to have you pick a favorite rom-com and then we go through some romantic comedy tropes and see how many are in your favorite rom-com. But if you don't have one. I feel like Miss Congeniality gets, gets lumped into yeah. the rom-com category. I don't know if that 
really is. Yeah, I, sometimes they are hard to categorize, but I do remember Miss Congeniality being really, really funny. Yeah, it's really good. It's I if if that counts, then that's my favorite. I think. But the romance is the worst part of it. Yes, for sure. It's like who gives a yeah. shit? That's kind of true. I I did want to ask you, who do you view as the rom com queen? Is it Meg Ryan or Sandra Bullock? I feel like classically. Sandra Bullock to me. I mean, like if you count as congeniality and while you were sleeping, like that's pretty good. Yes. And the proposal. I don't know if you saw that. I one. know. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly yeah. good. Surprisingly good. And then two weeks notice. I was just gonna say, yeah, say that weird one with Hugh Grant, yeah. but you knew the name <laughs> of it. I remember thinking that was so funny. And I guess that's where her movies are better. Like not only is she really likable, but she is legitimately super funny and she picks good movies. Or she used to at least. And then, well, she got an Oscar for like the racist movie. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. She's not a good dramatic actress really so i don't really like, yeah he doesn't need an oscar she could have an emmy yeah. or something if she's like ever in a tv show <laughs> she can't have an oscar <sighs> oh she did she did bird box that's the last thing she did that people cared about oh yes i did like bird box all right all right i'll I, take you back certainly i did i did not watch it oh right because it's got the the horror element but yeah the meg ryan rom-coms like i, I mean i guess when Harry Met Sally is the big one, right? Yeah. That one and Oh, I have to sleep with some Seattle. I've never seen You've Got Mail either. I, I need to get on these. This is good. This is good for me. I remember Sleepless in Seattle being pretty cute. When I saw You've Got Mail a couple years ago, I was like, holy shit, this is bad. And <laughs> when Harry met Sally, I remember thinking, you know, this is supposed to be really good. People love this. And I was just like, why? I feel like Sleepless in Seattle was fine and good enough. I don't remember almost anything about it. You've got mail. I still feel like I should see it. When Harry met Sally, the characters meet when they're graduating from the University of Chicago, which is where I went to college. And it's not a popular movie college so i've always felt like i should watch it for that but if the whole thing is like men and women can't be friends then it's just gonna make me mad well maybe you know i'm not remembering the movie at all it's like there's gotta be an underlying message of they could but these people can't and they're generalizing oh i hope i so. would hope because that is definitely dumb as shit but i have had people say that to me for sure i know that that's like how some people genuinely feel and i I always think when a guy is like, oh, men and women can't possibly be friends. There's always going to be that sexual tension. I'm just like, you want to fuck your friend. <laughs> yes, so that doesn't, that mean... doesn't mean everyone is doing yeah. that. I mean, would I have sex yeah. with any one of my friends? Sure. But I'm not thinking about it all the time. <laughs> have you ever heard of the movie Forces of Nature? Yes. Saw it just a couple years ago. I've never heard of it. Is it worth watching? Oh, boy. No. It... I... It does not feel like like Sandra Bullock and Ben Affleck would have any kind of chemistry together. No, they don't. And they both they both can be really bad in movies. And I think they really are both bad in that one. And it's um, I believe that's like the first movie or one of the first movies to have like a manic pixie dream girl. She is so Ooh. quirky, silly, but like way over the top. Like I believe she stands on top of a train and screams. She's just and like she can't uh. keep a job. It's that kind of like, well, I'm wacky. I only 
packed bathing suits to go on this vacation to the Arctic or so, you know, that kind of, uh, don't take this person. She's unhinged, but it's cute. <laughs> so these are some rom-com tropes I've noticed. Tell me if you feel they're true. Okay. And if you know any movies that do this bangs in a flashback to indicate youth i can't think of any specifically i do feel like it's true i also i mean i feel like part of that is bangs in a flashback so that you can tell the flashback apart from the present day. yeah it's just an easy way to be like you definitely know this is not what she looks like currently yeah yeah this must be the past it would be funny if you watched a movie like that and thought that she was just like getting haircuts (laughs) all the time and that you were watching it chronologically Okay, standing in the rain. That's just a basic one. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's more in rom drums than rom coms, but it is in both. That's true. I definitely picture more like Rachel McAdams wet and she's more of a rom drum person, I feel like. Time yeah. traveler's wife or whatever. I feel like when they're in the rain, it's always way too rainy where you're like, You're gonna die out there. <laughs> like you at, at the very least you're gonna catch pneumonia. Right. <laughs> Get inside. You're not supposed to be outside when it's like this. A guy who has a bitch Beyonce. Oh yeah, that's every single mm-hmm. one. Absolutely. So you're like, oh my god, he should yeah. cheat on her. When really, <laughs> yeah. it's like, but you chose her, dude. Like, yes, it's like, like, oh, maybe having this terrible fiance says something about this man. Like, yes. this is why is yeah. he in a relationship with someone like that and but we're only holding it against yeah, her exactly and also like especially when it's like she's such a bitch because she always wants to make me do wedding planning stuff i feel like that's a variation on it when it's really just like yeah it seems like you're not doing anything to plan your wedding maybe you should take a little initiative here normal girlfriend stuff yeah there's a reason why these women are mad <laughs> at the men yeah they initially don't get along yes of course yeah that's very common i think you've got mail is a big one where that happens that might be where that one came from initially and of course a touching proposal at the end or they just cut to the wedding that's also a common it's just like oh oh they're okay oh they're married now that's it (laughs) cut to three kids oh all right (laughs) 